Star Wars 7x7 episode 1413 today. We're continuing with the Solo Movie Club and a movie that didn't get as much attention in the Entertainment Weekly interview with the Kasdans and Ron Howard, but it is one of the ones that was mentioned, and so we're going to look at it here. It is Miller's Crossing, another Coen Brothers movie. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we are continuing our solo movie club today, looking at the movies that inspired John and Larry Kasdan as they were writing Solo, a Star Wars story. This one didn't get as prominent a mention in the interviews in Entertainment Weekly. The Big Lebowski got the headline and the big photo in the article, but Miller's Crossing was also dropped as a reference that the Kasdans were looking at for inspiration for Solo, a Star Wars story. Now, it's funny. <laughs> it seems like most of the Coen Brothers movies are not appreciated in their own time. I mean, you could certainly say that Fargo and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou were appreciated in their own time, and so they would probably be the exceptions to the rule. Miller's Crossing, when it came out in the early 90s, was you know eh, critically well-regarded to some degree, but over time, its legend and its reputation has grown. And I should say that if you are spoiler averse, this is a full spoiler podcast for Miller's Crossing, not for Solo A Star Wars Story, just for Miller's Crossing. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Miller's Crossing and don't want to spoil it for you, you should probably save this one. But I mean, you know, Miller's Crossing has been out for what, 90, 2010, 28 years. So if you haven't seen it yet, you know, go ahead and watch it. Check it out. But I think you'll be okay to talk about it. Ultimately, the movie revolves around a gang war, and it's a very labyrinthine plot with the main character, Tom Reagan, played by Gabriel Byrne, playing off two sides against each other so that way he can get the best possible result out of the whole situation. And that may include survival at the very base level, but obviously... <laughs> Not everybody wants only to survive. They also want to prosper in a tough situation. And this story itself was so complex that the Coen brothers actually dropped it for a while just because it was so difficult to figure everything out. And they ended up writing the script for Barton Fink in between the writing of Miller's Crossing. So, yeah, that was rather... Uh... <laughs> A rather odd thing because Barton Fink, in some degree, I gather, has something to do with writer's block. And it's exactly what the Coen brothers were dealing with at the time of their writing of Miller's Crossing. But for the purposes of our conversation about Solo, the thing that you need to know is that Miller's Crossing involves two mob bosses. And one of them is mad because of this particular bookie. And this bookie happens to be the brother of the woman that the other mob boss is dating. And so there's complication number one. Complication number two is that our main character, Tom Reagan, is carrying on an affair with this woman that his own mob boss employer is carrying on with. And so, yeah, already the relationships are more than a little bit tangled. 
And at one point, our hero or anti-hero, as the case may be, leaves the employee of his initial mob boss and goes to work for the other mob boss, but ends up sowing discord within the organization and ultimately tries to get back his own position within the original mob boss's organization, even though he can no longer be with the woman that he was seeing because... He had to, oh, you know, you don't want to hear all about the details at this point. Basically, what you want to know, though, is the fact that we haven't talked about Dryden Voss very much at all. That would be the character formerly played by Michael K. Williams, but because he couldn't come back for the reshoots, is now played by Paul Bettany in Solo, A Star Wars Story. And he is, of course, the guy that we see, you know, waving around that double-bladed sort of knife-looking slicey thing and slicing some sort of ornamental decoration. And it looks like Han is actually in that scene and he's ducking a slice from that sucker. So where do we go from here? We go for the fact that Dryden Voss and Tobias Beckett are on two different levels of the criminal organization spectrum. And so we haven't talked about the possibility that even though Beckett is putting together this crew to pull off a heist or some sort of gig for a larger crime boss, this Dryden Voss in any case, we don't necessarily know whether Beck is just doing it for the money or whether he's actually got bigger, grander motives in mind. Like, is he trying to displace Dryden Voss and whatever seat of power he has? That's something that I don't think we've talked about and I don't think I've seen considered as I've been reading here and there about solo theories and whatnot. So that's the trick. We're going to get to see if Solo becomes a savvy operator within this criminal element. And the other thing that we have to throw out there, too, is the idea that Kira and Tobias Beckett are together in Solo, A Star Wars Story. So as we see in Miller's Crossing, we've got the mob boss and his girl and the, you know, guy, the right-hand man to this mob boss is also having an affair with the woman. And so, yeah, there is a history, of course, between Han and Kira. And we find out from Amelia Clark in her interviews with Entertainment Weekly that if you have a woman like this in a scenario like this, then chances are she's had to do whatever she's had to do to get by. And she has to be fierce and has to be a survivor. And maybe partnering with Tobias Beckett in more ways than one is one of the ways that she's had to do that. So then you get Han coming back in the scene and that creates a romantic triangle. You know, how much of the situation between her and Beckett's romance that, you know, you could certainly argue it might not be, but you've got this triangle of a relationship and there's more potential for drama by getting that thing fired up too. And that's going to do it for my look at Miller's Crossing and what interesting secrets it might hold as regards Solo A Star Wars Story. Now I'm going to take a quick break and then we will do Last Jedi Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, May the 4th is Star Wars Day and it's also the date of our 1400th episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book for just $7.77. That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros, just $7.77 at SW7X7.com slash TFA for the US version of Amazon or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. 
All right, so last time I reminded you that when Poe was calling General Hux over the comm system, he didn't call him General Hux, he called him something else, and that was General Hugs, H-U-G-S, General Hugs. Today's question for you, when the officer reporting to Hux realizes that Poe Dameron is just messing around with Hux, he says he's blanking with you, sir. And what I want to know is what's the word that we should be saying instead of blanking. And that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you stow away on a Trade Federation landing craft, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a short negotiation, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.